What is going on, everybody? This is Rich Killen with the Welcome to Hope podcast. Uh, today, I, I wanted to talk about uh, a, a concept that I found myself talking about a lot recently. Um, as some of you may know, we, we are doing these uh, some IOP programs, some intensive outpatient programs here. And and there's been a common theme that I've noticed in, in our conversations in these groups um, and something that I think has really stuck with some of the, the patients that we have. And, and that is a it's an ACT concept. For those that don't know, ACT stands for Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. Uh, it's a concept in ACT called self as context. Um, now, for those of you that don't know, ACT is... It's, it's a theoretical orientation um, that the, the way I like to explain it is if you are, let's say, struggling with, uh, with negative or anxious thoughts in ACT, it's, it's not so much about things like uh, uh, reframing or challenging thoughts that you might find in CBT or cognitive behavior therapy, but, but ACT talks more about just accepting it um, and accepting it for what it really is, um, which I, I found really seems to resonate with people that, that struggle with a lot of anxiety because the idea of trying to challenge all of your negative or anxious thoughts is exhausting if you're having those thoughts constantly. Um, and so we, we've been talking a lot about this, this idea of, of self as, as context. Um, and another way of looking at it is really just perspective taking. Um, but if you think of it this way, if, if you think of may, maybe a, a, a scary movie or something of that nature, or your stereotypical kind of horror movie, um, how many of us have watched those movies and we see a character in the movie going into a certain room where we know, you know, the, the bad guys in there and, and we're yelling at the scream, don't go in there or don't do that or, or something along those lines. Um, in fact, there, there's an, there's a commercial, I believe it was a Geico commercial. Uh, and some of you may know what I'm talking about here. Um, that, that kind of pokes fun at that a little bit where you see a group of, um, I don't know, teenagers, young adults, and, and they, they look like they're running away from something scary and they see a running car with the keys in the ignition. And, and they, one person in that group says, Hey, let's get in the car and we can drive away. And, and another character is saying, no, that's exactly what they want us to do. Let's go hide over there behind that wall of chainsaws. Um, and there you see the bad guy, hiding back there, almost perplexed that like these, uh, young adults or teenagers are, are 
um, are coming towards him. And, and the purpose of that commercial is to be, be kind of funny about it, but you know, how, how often do we see that in, in other movies, right? Well, the reason that, that we can say that is because we are able to look at those movies with more context as to what's going on, right? We, we can see where other characters are. Um, we can, we know that, you know, the bad guy might've just gone into that room. Um, and here are these kind of clueless people walking towards that room. Like we know all of those things already. We have greater context for, for what is actually going on. But if you are the character in the movie, you you don't have that. All you know is basically what's in front of you. Um, and and I really like this illustration for this idea of self as context because we we need to be able to we need to be able to do this in our own lives. We need to be able to take a step back and recognize that. that what is going on, what, what I see in front of me isn't necessarily the whole picture. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe what you, some of you have seen this maybe with, with friends or family members that are going through a difficult time and you're just seeing a situation differently than they are. And, and maybe you even have an idea of what they, they need to, or maybe what they should be doing but they they just don't see it that way because they're stuck in that movie uh whereas you're outside the movie and and, and you can see everything with a greater context and so so why is this important well it's important in, in a few ways um it in one aspect it really gives us the ability to to have empathy for for other people for one um because it allows us to recognize what, what another person might be going through. Um, it also allows us to be able to, to maybe help that individual. I notice as, as a therapist, I do this a lot with clients where there are moments where, where I need to be sort of sitting with them in the emotion. Um, because I, I need to, I need to be able to understand what they're feeling. Um, you know, if you could imagine going to see a therapist and and you're trying to process and you're 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 feeling all of these emotions and you just get the sense that the therapist has no idea what you're talking about or just doesn't understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Uh, maybe some of you have actually experienced that, but but if you can imagine that, right? That that's not very helpful. You're not going to want to go see that therapist. Um, but at the same time, as a therapist, I also need to be able to take a step back and look at the context and be able to recognize everything else that is going on, because I also need to be objective. You know, I, another thing that a therapist shouldn't do if, if you are 
expressing your emotions in a certain way, probably don't want your therapist to be getting just as upset about something as you are. Um, or if, if, if you're, you know, talking about maybe a traumatic event and you can tell that the therapist seems to be more broken up about what happened than you are right. That that's also not going to be helpful. And so as a therapist, I need to be able to do this back and forth thing where, where I'm in the content of it because I need to be able to relate to the emotion, but I also need to be able to be in the context of it and see what is, what is going on. And that makes me a little bit more, more objective and I can be more helpful to people that way. Um, and maybe some of you have seen similar things with, with friends and family. Um, but the other thing that this does is it, it allows us to get a better understanding of, of what's really going on. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a tricky thing because all of our emotions are valid, right? We, what we feel is, is what we feel and it may be different than what another person feels, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't feel what we feel. But sometimes what we feel and sometimes our reality isn't necessarily based on all the information present. Um, you know, I, I know I've, I've done this where maybe I've texted a friend of mine and they don't respond right away. And then I start getting either upset or insecure. I start thinking maybe they don't like me. Maybe I said something wrong, something along those lines. And I'm really starting to feel bad about myself or I'm starting to feel a lot of like anger and resentment towards this person. And then I find out, you know, they, maybe they lost their phone or maybe they were just really busy. Um, you know, we get more of that context and that changes the way that we feel. Right. So in that situation, me feeling hurt because I'm under the impression that this friend of mine doesn't like me anymore that that feeling is is valid but it may not be based completely in reality because i don't have all of the information and so being able to take a step back being able to look at the context of things allows us to to have a better idea of what's going on a an exercise that, that I think can be very powerful, but is also very scary at the same time is to ask friends or family members to identify about five things, five words to describe you. Um, and this is very scary because it creates a lot of vulnerability, right? You don't know what they're going to say, but what this does is it gives you a clearer picture of how other people perceive you right now you're starting to get more context as to what is actually going on and and how you are perceived by other people which which is important to know we need to be able to move ourselves back and forth from content to context right we we need to be in the content sometimes because we need to be able to live our lives and we can't live our lives from 
you know, this passive, uh, you know, watching somebody on a movie screen kind of perspective, but we also need to be able to take a step back and get a clearer picture for, for what is actually going on. Uh, another example of this, um, I, I'm a sports guy. Um, and, and so some of you may, may recognize this, but if you've ever watched a football game, um, maybe some of you know this, maybe some of you don't, but not all the coaches at a football game are standing there on the sideline with the players. Usually you have an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator uh, or, or some sort of coach up sort of in this booth at the very top um, of, of the stadium, right? And what, why is that? Well, that's because they're going to have a very different perspective on what's going on because they're looking at it from the top down, whereas the, the head coach or another coach they're, they're right there on the sidelines and there, there's going to be things that they can't see just because of their, their vantage point. And so sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to go to the top of the stadium in our life. Enable in, in order to be able to see kind of what's, what's really going on in order to be able to see things for, for how they really are. Um, and, and another way to look at this too is, If you're feeling stuck right now, maybe you're stuck because, because you think you have all of the information, but you really don't. And, and maybe you're stuck because you need to take a step back, uh, because you need to be able to try and look at things from, from a different perspective. And sometimes this can be really difficult. Sometimes we need, we need help with that. And, and that's where friends and family can come into play. Sometimes we need to uh, go to a trusted friend or family member and just ask like, what, what am I missing here? Um, you know, maybe they'll be able to give you a slightly different perspective. Um, I know that for me, my, I feel like my ability to, to, take a step back and look at the context of things has changed a lot just just in my my work because i'm constantly seeing other people's perspectives um and their perspective sometimes doesn't doesn't always match up with mine i might perceive something differently but but it's kind of my job to understand what their what their perspective is and so that gives me a lot of of practice in this area um, and, and I think sometimes that people outside of the fields, people in my personal life, I think sometimes it, it might bother them a little bit because, you know, something might happen. And my response is, well, maybe this is going on or maybe that's going on. And they, they, they don't necessarily see that, but, but we need those people in our lives. And if you don't have those people in their lives or, or sometimes just in general, maybe, maybe that's where the therapist comes into play. Um, somebody that can give you that perspective, somebody that can help you gain that context. Um, but regardless of who it is, sometimes we need those people to, to help, help us see those things. 
so I, I know this was kind of a quick overview of of this concept of self as context or perspective taking is another way to look at it. Um, but I hope that at least gets you thinking and maybe in your own life, you can start to look at things in a way that, that encourages looking at things differently. Um, or maybe this, this will start you to start asking questions of people. Um, you know, another great example of this, which is, is very difficult is, you know, with topics that are very polarizing, uh, politics, um, things, things like that is trying to talk to somebody that, that views it a little bit differently and not talking to them from the standpoint of trying to change their perspective, but just trying to understand it. Um, I have a friend of mine that, you know, we, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of political, uh, topics. Um, we're, we're still really great friends, but a lot of our conversations are help me understand why you see it this way. Right. And, and that, that gives me a lot more context. It doesn't mean I agree necessarily with what he says, but at least I can understand what he's seeing. Um, and I think that is just incredibly important, um, in, in our lives to be able to do that. So as always, uh, I hope this was helpful. Uh, feel free to share with somebody that you think might could really benefit from this. Um, and stay tuned for more great episodes coming up in the near future. The content in this program is not intended to be a substitute for professional counseling, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified mental health provider with any questions you may have. Never disregard professional advice or delay seeking counseling because of something you have heard on this podcast. If you or someone you know is in need of counseling in the state of Arizona, feel free to call us at 602-488-6104. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, please call 911 immediately. If you are in Maricopa County, Arizona, and are in a behavioral health crisis, you can call the crisis hotline at 1-800-631-1314. If you are outside of Maricopa County, you can call your local crisis hotline or simply dial 988 for the National Suicide Hotline. If you are outside of the United States, please call your local emergency number immediately.